Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Supernatural Selection. I'm your host, Kevin the Bastard. With me this week, as always, are Mike the Skeptic. Mike, how are you doing? Uh, I'm doing pretty good since you let me out of that uh, box. I mean, it was really getting rank in there and stuffy. You are peeing in the corners, right? There's not a... it's like basically a coffin, dude. There's no corners I could go pee in. I'm just like peeing on myself. Okay, that's fair. I, I don't treat Mike well. <laughs> uh, and we also have Mr. David Davis. David, how are you today? I'm doing okay. I can at least get out of my box. Well, I don't, I'm not responsible for your box. You're all the way on the other coast, so, you know, he can't just stuff you in the box whenever he feels like it. Yeah. It it reminds me of um, that remote chastity belt that that dude hacked. Oh, (laughs) yes. Your cock is mine. Your cock is mine. Oh, man. Oh, wow. That's fun. Yeah. So, um, it's the weekend weird. And we have gotten some stories. Uh, Apparently, you guys hit the fucking jackpot, and I have just (laughs) got my stuff. Yeah. So, uh, if it's okay, I'm going to go ahead with my first one, if you don't mind. Sure, Uh, why not? Because this is great. This this one was sent to me by uh, one of our coworkers, Mike. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Art detective says clueless thief who stole Jesus' blood freaked when he found out. So, so he, he stole Jesus's blood without even knowing it. Yes, David, That's, did you hear about this? No, I did not. But it sounds like a weekly world news headline. It has like that no, cadence. It's from the Daily Beast. Yeah, actually, I had seen like a link to this. But so, so less legitimate than the Weekly World News. I was going to say, it's the one thing that makes British tabloids look respectable. <laughs> so, uh, let's see here. The story is a glitzy copper box containing two lead vials with what Catholics believe is the 2,000-year-old blood of Jesus Christ will soon be returned to the French Abbey in Normandy from which it was stolen on June 1st. So what happened was these two guys just kind of hid in the shitter until the church closed. Classic tactic. Yeah. Came out and stole a bunch of relics to sell. And one of these is a box, as stated, containing two vials believed to contain the blood of Jesus. And the dude that had it, once he realized what it was, panicked, gave it to a friend, had the friend contact the investigator, and uh, then got it back. Or uh, had the dude give it back because he freaked out because it's Jesus' blood. Uh, and Jesus' blood is really hard to get out of things. It is. But uh, let's see. Not uh, Jesus, though. <laughs> so let's see. Dutch art detective Arthur Brand. That is a great name. That Arthur. is a like conspiracy film main character name. Well, the guy like is a, a Dan Brown character. He is a huge fan of Dan Brown. Fuck. 
It says it in the article. Uh, it says, this is as close as one can get to Jesus Christ, the Knights Templar, and the Holy Grail, Brand tweeted after he discovered the items. As a Catholic myself and a huge Dan Brown fan, it doesn't get any better. God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's uh, living his dream. Yeah, and the he's, thing and is... And he's got the name for it, too. So. He does. Arthur Brand. Yeah. And uh, <clears throat> now they stole it like two weeks before the celebrate. What's it called? Hang on. Uh, I want to get this right because this is an actual festival. Uh, so was it was it Honda Days? It was, so, it was before Honda Days. Sacred Blood Celebration. I was close. <laughs> but the Sacred Blood Celebration. Is that where just, they cover themselves in sacred blood and like dance in the streets? I don't know, but it sounds like something the Gorn do. <laughs> I mean, back me up. So. They, but they were going to sell on the black market, and everyone they went to was like, I'm not buying Jesus' blood. <laughs> I, think well, I mean, was, how can you tell? <clears throat> I think it was probably a lack of provenance that really... Because, look, if you had actual provenance Jesus' blood, you'd you'd have all the money in the world. You would, How do you get it certified? I, I'm sure there's a guy. Some guy. What's he do? Dip his finger in it, taste it? Oh yeah, that's that's a blood of Christ right there. Like, like is it know. actual like liquid blood or is it yes. a powder? What the fuck is it now? Uh, I don't really know, but I mean, they I'm say sure. it's it's so, liquid blood in two lead vials. Well, well, it's lead, so you can't really open it and look. I guess otherwise it would just dry out. Yeah. Um, you can't. It's not clear, so you can't see it. I mean, is it actually there? I don't know. Nobody I just, knows. I just know Brand was complaining <clears throat> about the fact that the dude uh, was supposed to bring the uh, the stuff to uh, Brand's house and leave it on his doorstep, and uh, <laughs> he just he couldn't leave. He was stuck there at the house waiting for the blood of Christ. <laughs> I mean, I've been anxious about a delivery before, but Jesus. Right? Yeah, exactly. But well, Jesus. Would you trust Amazon with the blood of Christ? <clears throat> Holy shit. I, I wouldn't trust uh, Jackson's post office with the blood of Jesus. I mean, well, there's definitely not DHL. Oh, God, no. <laughs> now, see, yeah. If it were Amazon, it would be like the time I ordered one Blu-ray copy of Suspiria and got four of them, and they let me keep the other three. Oh, sweet. So, so you might get more Jesus blood out of it somehow. Or maybe the blood of uh, Buddha. There you go. The blood of Jesus, Buddha, Allah, and I don't know. Steve. Steve. SpongeBob. Yeah. SpongeBob, yes. Got SpongeBob blood. That'd be the most, you know, <laughs> precious of all. Yeah, look how long he's been on the air. It's definitely holy. So, uh, but that's that's my first article, and I just got a kick out of the fact that this dude accidentally stole Jesus' blood, didn't know what it was, found out. You know, I guess technically he fucked around and found out, didn't he? Yes, he did. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, now, before I do move on, though, uh, there's a link to an article by the same person on here from uh, 2017. And the name of the article is, Who Stole Christ's Foreskin? <laughs> and it turns out, do you remember in our uh, our, our uh, Pope and Ain't Easy episode... Uh -huh. We were talking about the uh, the Vatican secret archives and how they said they may have uh, Jesus's foreskin. Mm -hmm. 
Well, it turns out the reason it's maybe is because the, it was actually stolen in 1983. Damn, so so after Jesus was like they crucified, they just like someone stealing his blood, someone like grabbing his foreskin. You've got or to use it, every part of the kill. Yes, yeah, that's true. I mean, I'm sure like somebody has a very nice coat made from the rest of him, but I mean, <laughs> in modern times, like when uh, Dillinger was killed, man, people were cutting. They had to like get the body away from the public because they're cutting off toes and fingers and shit. So and body of just, Christ, everything must go. But but no, I, I had a question: was was Jesus circumcised before death? Yeah, uh, we don't know, do we? I'm thinking he was because he was Jewish, which means somebody kept a baby's foreskin. Did, did they like know at the time that it was just just some freak foreskin freak that just well, kept it? When every okay, I I imagine back in the day. I'm picturing like this 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 crazy lady comes up and says. I was never touched by a man. Here's my baby. Cut off its foreskin. Okay. You Mike, don't want to just, like, hold on to that. Mike, I want you to imagine for a second the Christmas image of the birth of Jesus with the manger mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. the animals mm-hmm. and, like, you know, the, the angels up in the sky the and the three men. wise men. And, and then just <clears throat> add an action figure of Rabbi Tuckman. From Robin Hood Men in Tights. Maybe it was now, one of the one of the wise men was a rabbi. Now, now, see, I was going to mention that Dead Sea Scrolls actually talk about this because they talk about Shemp, the fourth wise man <laughs> with a necklace of foreskins. Oh my god! <clears throat> how do you get into that? Yeah. And also, once again, how do you like have a lineage and provenance of foreskin? Maybe he signed it like a yearbook. Uh, wait a minute. <laughs> Baby Jesus. No, no, grown oh. up Jesus. Like, oh, my, he, oh, so you know, someone she, came up. Someone came up. You know, as a fan. Jesus, like, Jesus, can I? Could you, I have your foreskin. Would you sign it? He's like, oh, I recognize that foreskin everywhere. Anywhere, you know. Yeah. <laughs> sure. So, who's got another story? <laughs> well, well, talk about Jesus and everything reminded me of a oh yeah the, a funny thing I heard recently. It's like, you know, religious people are always you know. uh Saying abstinence is the only guaranteed way to not get pregnant, right? Uh, but yeah. then you look at the Virgin Mary, and it's like, well, abstinence not a hundred percent, you know, effective according to you, right? Yeah, that's true. So Fair enough. I just thought that was funny. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that is funny, Mike. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> so, Mike, uh, David, which one of y'all wants to go next? Uh, I don't. You pick. Okay. Who's next? Mike. All right. So uh, tell me, do you, I've got so many stories. I'm going to give you choices here. Ooh. So do you want, do you want, uh, do you want aliens or do you want technology? Mike, you know me. Always aliens. All right. Um, aliens, huh? So <laughs> do you want Florida man or Pentagon? <laughs> You sound like a dude who's opening his coat in an alley. Yeah. You sound like <laughs> you're trying to start news. an improv show. Um, 
I'm actually, you know what? I'm going to go Florida Man. I knew you'd go Florida Man. It's always Florida Man. <laughs> Aliens and Florida Man, dude. That's yeah, how they're, they're a match made. There's like peanut butter and chocolate right there. <laughs> Aliens like, and Florida Man. It's like nuts and gum. So, Brevard County, Florida, a uh, Florida Man was arrested. Well, it says Friday. I don't know which Friday that was. Every Friday. Was, yeah, every Friday at a Florida man's arrest. But this Friday, a man from Ocala was arrested. Wasn't he at a... Anyway, he had stolen a Ford F-150 and drove to a the Space Force base in Florida. Because there is a Space Force base in Florida. <laughs> and he was told... He said he was told by the president... To warn them of the fact that Chinese dragons were fighting American aliens. Now, now I have an important question here. Yes. Which president? Because there is the real president, and then there's yeah. the fake president. So, so it does not. Floridians. It does not clarify. But being from Florida, it's more than it's likely Trump. it's Trump. It's Trump. You know, mm. it's Trump. It's it's because, a Florida man story. Joe Biden <laughs> a, a, descended from the clouds to a, someone from Florida. He would just be shot like a lot, just just riddled full of bullets, <laughs> like so many bullets. He just like would be a pencil. You know what would be great as an addition to that? What's that? The president was like was like Taft. Oh yeah, or like uh, in the tub. Just as there's an eclipse. Yeah, just as an eclipse. And he's in the tub, and he's like, you have to save them. So, yes, stole a Ford pickup truck, tried to break into the space base to warn them of Chinese dragons were fighting American aliens. All right. Now, the American aliens thing is what really gets me. Yeah, I don't really understand what that means. Yeah, um... What were they, the tall US lights? <laughs> were, they, were they, like, U.S. aliens, Was were they, like, Hispanic, Mexicans? Ooh, I don't know, but I kind of like the idea that it is, in fact, the tall whites. Because, I mean, they live in, what, Nevada? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, ooh, ooh, ooh. Dulce base. There you go. Mm-hmm. They're from Dulce base. Um, but I... <sighs> Here's the thing. It sounds ridiculous and everything, but uh, Chinese <laughs> but dragons I'm believe it. versus American aliens is like a show Nickelodeon would cancel too soon. That's like an <laughs> asylum film. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. This season on Mystery Science <laughs> Theater, see Chinese dragons versus American aliens. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, it'd be great. Yeah. That's uh, that's that's a that's a hell of a story there. And they also had a uh, booking image of the guy, and oh. this man is definitely strung out. He he was definitely not in his right mind at this and point. Strung out or Florida strung out? It, yes, yeah. He, <laughs> Florida strung out is just another level of strung out. So uh, yes, yeah. Okay, I looked, and the other thing is, I looked up the picture. I'm looking at the picture, and that is the look of a man that. Is just like man, 
this can't get much worse. He is. I think. I think at this point of the picture, he has actually come down and started to realize what the fuck has happened. Oh yeah, that is that is regret on that, that, is that face. A lot of regret on that. That face. is the face of a man who's touched a nephew. <laughs> God. <laughs> Touched by an uncle, the new show. <laughs> oh, boy. oh boy, yeah, getting in a whole yes. weird area. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. Oh, that's a good one. I always love a good Florida man story. David, what have you got for us? Okay, since I was the first one to find the story, I will go ahead and read it. God um, damn it! <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna fight you for this. It's the a damn, it's a great robots story. Are trying to kill our children. Yeah, it's about a robot that breaks a seven-year-old's finger. Yeah, damn and it, I'll let you have it. <sighs> yes, thank you. I did find it first, even though it was on a Dune shitpost. So. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, uh, where did I, I, I'm trying to remember the exact context, because I heard about this before I came across the story, and I come across the story and you had already, uh claimed it as your own yeah, yeah. How, how much earlier did i post this one than you just to... let's see oh yeah like a whole two days earlier yeah but i had think mike probably doesn't about that check time. our discord yeah no, no but it, it means by by like all legal rights you know, I, I, it's my story now i forget about it until like kevin reminds me <laughs> like hey mike we have a discord i'm like what really <laughs> Uh, that's but, why everybody but, in the Discord thinks you're aloof. Yes, but my <laughs> the, my the the new story I linked though has video of the incident. Yeah. So I've got video in mine. Oh, I did not. See. Yeah. So. Well, All right. Let's, let's talk, talk about, about this. It. <laughs> All right. So this is on Newsweek. This was published on July twenty second. Chess robot goes rogue, breaks seven-year-old player's finger. <clears throat> and I want you to take a guess which country this happened in. Oh, it's Russia. Well, I already oh, knew yeah. it was Russia. It's fucking yeah, yeah. Russia, because of course it is. Mm-hmm. Like, what other nation loves chess as much as Russia? <clears throat> yeah. Um, uh, um, Bangkok? Thailand. I was going to say Thailand. Yeah. One night in Bangkok and the world's your oyster. <laughs> Sorry. So, I'm just going to read this first paragraph here, and then I'll give you the highlights of the story. Mm -hmm. A damaged ego is usually the worst injury a chess player can come out of in a match with... In a, oh, okay, yes. Okay, the sentence is correct, all right. <laughs> but in Russia, a seven-year-old child playing with a robot was forced to interrupt the game when the machine suddenly snapped one of his fingers, breaking it. <sighs> so, yeah. this incident actually happened on July 19th, and it was... Uh, state-owned news agency R.A. No Novosti hmm. mm -hmm. and uh, it quoted the vice president of the Chess Federation of Russia, which just sounds very, very dour. <laughs> like, they, they sound like they have their own gulag. Chess Federation <laughs> of Russia. In Soviet Russia gameplay is you. <laughs> you play okay. well or you go to Siberia. So, I'm going to read the, the vice the president's name here. Oh, boy. Oh, Sergey Smegin. Whoa, Sergey. Sergey Smegin. Sergey Smegin. Smegma. Sergey Smegma. Okay. That that's leading to war. All right. So, according to Sergey Smegin, 
The chess robot broke the boy's finger when the child went for a swift move without waiting for the necessary time for the machine to complete his action. So it is child stupidity. Yes. Okay. We we can agree that this is the child's fault. Okay. Oh, yes, yes. I don't I mean, want the robot to be blamed for this. Yeah. I mean, looking at the robot, it's definitely a standard kind of, you it's, know, industrial, you it, know, arm. Yeah. This is the kind so, of thing that normally would have, like, a welder on it. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it, it, it doesn't have any kind of, like, sensing or compliance so but then again also would questioning their letting a child interact with this robot which obviously a russian robot yeah well, well there there are no adults in russia right now because they're all fighting in ukraine you know <laughs> that's a good point but also oh, no, there's a lot of russia a lot of russians a lot of uh, adults around them from what i see in the video i was a chiff i am gonna say something here though hmm. um uh-oh you know we had Russian robotoids perfected in the 70s. And this is all they're showing the public. This is the best mm-hmm. they can do. This when... is the best they can do now. Well, no, see, the child was a robotoid. Oh! Yeah. Okay. Now, So we got the robot arm with anxiety that he's going to be replaced? Yes. With a Ironic! Russian, with a Russian robot arm <laughs> robotoid. Okay, so I got a couple quotes here I'm going to read. All right. Oh, great. Okay. The boy is all right. They put a plaster cast on his finger to heal faster. Yes, there are certain safety rules, and the child, apparently, violated them, and when he made a move and did not notice he had to wait. This is an extremely rare case, the first I can recall, said Smegan. <laughs> and then, this part is great. They, like, they, they attribute a personality to the robot. Uh-huh. The robot did not like such a hurry. He grabbed the boy's index finger and squeezed it hard. The people around rushed to help, and he pulled out the finger of the younger player, but the fracture could not be avoided. <laughs> God! That is... That is like... He could not be avoided. The child deserves this. Yeah, hey, you know, I've got a quote, actually, uh, from, mm-hmm. from the child, which is... Ah! <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, you gotta do it in a Russian accent. I don't know how to scream in Russian. Ski. Vodka. Yet. 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 There you go. Yeah. Yet. Oh so, god. So apparently the robot had played three matches earlier the day before Christopher, the, the kid, fucked up. So. Oh, it was tired. Yeah, yeah, the robot was tired. The robot was oil overtired. Can, oil well, can. <clears throat> yeah. well, judging by the picture, it looks like it's set up to play like multiple games at once because it has like mm-hmm. three other or three chessboards total around it. It's basically in the center of a table. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you know, it's probably one of those you know where you see like the the super grandmaster is supposed to be playing like multiple games at once. That's mm-hmm. but that's this robot, I think. But all the other people, you know didn't put their fingers in the way of the industrial machine it reminds me of the armtron toy you could get at radio shack oh yeah it's definitely mm. definitely a you know older looking oh yeah robot but it reminded me of the uh the uh you know the the mach- the warnings about like getting mangled you know from <laughs> the the warning stickers where it's yeah, like gears yeah. with the hand in it but uh but the don't fist robot girls version. <laughs> don't don't fist robot chess players. 
Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. This. Uh, so, I don't so, know. so the robot's okay. The robot's fine in all this. I well, think we should at least acknowledge the robot's okay. Uh, well, except yeah. for the emotional damage. Yeah, I mean, it's gonna have <laughs> nightmares, and I can't wait to hear Ben Kissel go off about this. Gonna <laughs> not sleep well at night. Yeah, Kissel is terrified of robots. Uh, <laughs> it so. did violate one of the three laws of robotics. Yeah. So I don't well, know. They have to execute it. Well, well, it, it probably violated a second one because I'm sure the kid said, no, let go of my finger, and it didn't. Oh. So that's two at least. Ooh, wow. Can we go for three? <laughs> um, it didn't kill the child, so no. Okay, well, not for lack of trying. Yeah. I, I think the best part about the story is that a child got hurt. <laughs> <laughs> no, I agree. It's hilarious that a child <laughs> suffered harm. And, uh, and looking at this like looping gif of the incident, like there was no sudden movements here. Like the kid just like left his hand in the way. It's not it's not like it was like he put his finger in the robot's jaws. No, his hand's there. The robot's gripper comes down and grabs his finger. It's like fucking kid, you should have moved your hand. Yeah. Are you saying there's... to set up? No, no, I'm just saying the kid was dumb. Yeah. No, that, that's fair. Kids yeah. are dumb. Yeah, kids, kids are, are dumb. dumb. Also, it is a Russian robot, so it may have been drinking vodka. I, look, it was probably powered by vodka. Ooh, good point. I mean, the Russians have a long history of using vodka as, or ethanol, as working fluids. Mm-hmm. Like the, uh, one of the MiGs, I think it was the 20, not the 27, but but anyway, one of the MiGs, like the fox bat i know it was a fox bat i don't remember which number it was but sure. it used ethanol as a hydraulic fluid for some of its systems but a lot of the planes yeah. were flying with dangerously low levels of hydraulic fluid because the mechanics learned they can drink that shit <laughs> this does not surprise me at all and this is you know true crashed mig isn't problem it opportunity <laughs> so so the, the, the robot could in fact have been hydraulically actuated by vodka we don't know that nice that you know what i'm okay with that drunk robot attacks child finger just go with that bender's ancestor <laughs> yes finger well, fingering rodriguez no yeah well, i'm trying to think of a russian last name uh uh what Tchaikovsky. That's a hell of a specific name. Finger fingering Tchaikovsky. Okay. Well, I've got my second story if anyone wants to hear it. No. Okay, goodbye. <laughs> um, that, that's been supernatural selection, folks. That's the end of the series. No, such, um, such a simple rebuff just so ends it all. This isn't <laughs> news per se, except that it's uh, Why article, the fuck are you reading it? Because it's cool. Oh, okay. Okay. It was posted like in the past week, though, on a website called paranormalcatalog.net. And I'm just going to read the article. It's not very long. But the title of the article is Town Abandoned Due to Bigfoot Attacks. Which, how am I not clicking on that? Um, I don't know. It's free real estate. What? It's free real estate. It's free real estate. The once bustling cannery, uh, the once that's staying in the once bustling cannery community of 
Portlock, Alaska, now lies unoccupied on the Kenai Peninsula. Beginning in the 1940s, a number of mysterious disappearances and murders caused the population to flee en masse. The locals believed these deaths were caused by the... Let me see if I can say this. Nantinak. A Bigfoot-like creature lurking on the outskirts of the village. The... Alouette people have inhabited the Kenai Peninsula for over a thousand years, but the village of Portlock was only established in the 1780s. It's a wild and sparsely populated region known for its fishing and wilderness. The first reports of something being amiss in in Portlock come from a cannery camp that struggled to keep staff. Many men left because of something bothering the camp. The camp was filled with fear and uncertainty as unexplained occurrences happened every day, such as food going missing and equipment being destroyed. Hunters and gold miners in the area began going missing at an unusually high rate. One man, who was out chopping wood, was found murdered by a single blow that would have been impossible for a human to inflict. One group of hunters was stalking a deer when they noticed a huge set of footprints also following it. They continued tracking the deer and eventually caught up to a gruesome scene. They found huge amounts of blood surrounded by 18-inch footprints with no carcass to be found. The footprints continued into the foggy mountains. One, One man was walking along the beach when he saw a huge hairy man destroying fishing wheels along the coast. I have no idea what the fuck a fishing wheel is. He ran back to his house to get his gun, and when he returned, the giant man simply stared at him and walked off. (laughs) Bodies began washing up in the lagoon with strange wounds that no bear could inflict. The townspeople began to panic and started leaving in droves. In 1950, the post office closed, and the last resident left Portlock. To this day, Portlock remains a ghost town no one dares to live in. Would you want to live there? With the fact that my rent's going up, absolutely yes. Okay, yeah, that's actually pretty true. Like, I I could fucking deal with a Bigfoot. You could fuck and deal with a Bigfoot? Yeah, sure, why not? As long as it gets me a house, I'm good. Hey, yeah, okay, that's fair. And besides, (laughs) you know my feelings on it. We talked about that. Yes, and a lot of detail, which people are still trying to grapple with. You know, you're not wrong. Uh, I did find a third article, though. But, uh, yeah. So, so I decided to, to fact check this. Oh, God damn it, Mike. So I looked up Portlock, <laughs> Alaska. Got, why on, you got a fucking... Okay. Give me a second. Okay. I looked it up on Wikipedia. Okay. And what I found on Wikipedia was... Did not contradict you at all. Really? Like, there is no, like... Of no better explanation for what happened. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, we got one. Got one. I mean, I'm not saying it was Bigfoot. I mean, these the, there could have been some just gruesome coincidences, right? But it could and, have been. But it yeah, could it, have been. There were deaths. There's, there's no. Look, I was expecting to find like, oh, the fishing dried up and stuff, and so they they naturally left, you know, because it was a, you know, fishing village, and if you can't fish, you know, fuck it. Yeah. But no, it, it was it was abandoned because a string of deaths 
that were unexplained happened. Unexplained. Unexplained. So yeah. Yeah. great. I feel fantastic. Now, so, so can, you at least, can you at least I, say that there is a non-zero chance that it was Bigfoot? I, I don't think Bigfoot would kill like that, though. Uh, this did, isn't necessarily. He didn't have like. I don't. I don't see any provocation there. This though. is the Nenin Tech, which is a relative of Bigfoot, but not Bigfoot. So, so it's mind. a murder squatch. Uh, yes, like the Yeti. So he's just like psychotic and down for you know murder and peace. Here's the thing, man. North American Bigfoot. He's a friendly guy mostly, but remember the skunk ape is violent. <laughs> the the one from you know the the Florida skunk oh, yeah. ape. It's or, like or the Boggy Creek monster. Yeah, yeah, like the yeah. one in Florida particularly is like the Florida man well, of Sasquatch. Well, so that's because they're Southerners. Hey. <laughs> so I don't know. So there's a nearby community called Port Chatham that didn't close down. And didn't have the murders, so I mean, you never know. Could have just okay. been like, you know, okay. other I've, deaths. Okay, I've got an alternate explanation for mm. from Bigfoot. Yeah. Scooby Doo real estate scam. True. That that's <laughs> quite plausible. But nobody has done anything with it, so you know. Well, yeah. Well it is also re- fucking Alaska, so yeah, I, I have an true. alternate alternate explanation okay what's that one of these uh doll sheep hunters the ones that turned up dead uh-huh that's what the wikipedia says i don't know if you mentioned the doll sheep hunters no but apparently uh they were they were one of the first ones to f- be found dead maybe he went to uh africa and hunted elephants and killed an elephant and he came back and he got hunted down by the elephants oh <laughs> Dude, taking they, it back. They killed him and his, you know. You killed my town. family. An eye for an eye, says the law of the elephant. Yes. <laughs> I like that, actually. That, you know that's what? That's a good one, yeah. 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 You know what? I'm willing to say that's also possible. It is equally as possible as Bigfoot. <laughs> Do you have an alternate theory, David? Um, I'm going to say ghost. Really? Just a vengeful ghost. Okay, vengeful ghosts murdering people. Okay, yeah, it's got to be like some like uh, I don't know some some Russian ghost <laughs> perhaps it's, killed by a robot. It's a Russian ghost arm. There you go. Just just breaking fingers and everything else. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, so uh, Mike. Yeah. What you got? So. I'm going to shotgun you here. Uh-oh. Since I have three stories about AI, mm-hmm. I'm going to just blow my load all over our good listeners. Ew. We'll start with... <laughs> wow. We'll start with... Should I start with the good or should I end with the good? Uh, end with the good. I'll end with the good. So, first we have the weird. Mm. All right. So... You know we have our laws of physics, right? Right. Wait, I guess. We do? We have laws of physics. They were, okay. you can know. You, can you change them, Scotty? No. But they were <laughs> created by our observations and also aided by, you know, our math and everything. We created a whole language to describe 
Physics. Physics, how we see them interacting, how the math bears out and all this. Yeah, basically, we just... Really complicated ways to describe it. It also gave yeah. us Neil deGrasse Tyson, and I'll never forgive it for that. Well, True. come on, Cosmos was good. So, okay. um, researchers at Columbia, researchers at Columbia Engineering, uh, created a new AI program that basically they told it the some parameters of a system and then had it, you know, watch video of this system in this, the first one of the first ones was a uh, double pendulum, which, you know, is like a pendulum, but it has a hinge in the middle. So it like yeah. has a very erratic movement, man. Mike, I really thought you were going to say double penetration. Yeah, double I am penetration. so glad that isn't what happened, but, it, but had it watch it and it came out with an answer. Excuse me kicking things over here the answer was 4.7 so like okay well what does this answer mean sounds so like they, me doing math in high school yeah. <laughs> just I, yeah. I don't show my work so, uh, five yeah so it was it literally was a it didn't show its work so they had to like back engineer it so they couldn't figure out exactly what how it got to 4.7 because it was a pretty decisive answer um, That's they, pretty fucking specific. They were able even to f- underlined it twice. Yeah, they were able to figure out four <laughs> variables that went into this equation. Two of the variables seem to somehow correlate with the angle of the uh, the rods or whatever you call it. You know, the two the hinge parts, right? Mm-hmm. The two hinges. Mm-hmm. But the other two were completely like obtuse. They just could not figure out what those numbers meant. And so through this, they have decided that this AI and through, uh, they also put it through another, you know, set of different experiments. It is basically coming up with uh, not so much an alternate physics, but an alternate understanding of physics. Like it's coming up with variables that you know, are we have you know mass and speed and you know momentum, all this stuff. That's that's our that's our variables. It's coming up with some new shit that we can't really explain. We can see like the numbers it generates, but we don't know exactly what those numbers are describing. Hmm. That's <laughs> that's pretty fucked up. That is it, weird. And, and it seems to be right because when, you know, it apply when this AI applies it to a similar yet different, you know, situation, it still comes up with the same answers. So it's hmm. not wrong. It's not just coming up with, you know, bullshit, but it's coming up with stuff that also answers kind of a question is like, if we met aliens, would they, would their you know, mathematics and understanding of the universe be the same. And it is might it, is not math be. really the universal language? It might not be because they may have come up with, you know, if they have slightly different senses, right. they might have mm-hmm. slightly different, you know, variables. Yeah. It might not be, you know, uh, momentum is what mass times acceleration. Uh, it might be sure. something different. Well, you know what this nope. reminds me of? Hmm. Do you remember when you and me were in math together, Mike, in high school? So I w- Okay, I would get 
my papers back, like my my test or my homework or my assignment or whatever. Mm-hmm. And Miss McNeese hated me because I would always have well, not always. I would have like a correct answer, but I only get partial credit because I did the math problem wrong. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I don't see how you got the answer because nothing in here is right. <laughs> I was the same way in high school. Okay. Uh, my teachers did not like me because, like, I, I don't know. I just, like, I did math my own way, which was probably terribly wrong, but I still got the right answer. So. Sure, yeah. I, I remember that Fleetwood Mac song. Do math your own way. You can math your own way. So there's the there's the weird. Okay. Which good story, by the way. Yeah, yeah. it is weird. So here's the kind of eh. I mean it's not great, it's not bad, but it's no it's no, you know, robot breaking kids' fingers. Okay. <laughs> it's it's just but not good. The more people are being exposed to, you know, AI as far as, you know, chatbots you know, customer service bots and stuff like that, they're become, becoming reported more and more as being alive. Mm. This, AI, this lines up with our uh, yeah, Google engineer. Exactly. Mm-hmm. AI chatbot company Replica, which offers customers bespoke avatars that talk and listen to them, says it receives a handful of message almost every day from users who believe their online friend is sentient. I've heard of that. We're not talking about crazy people or people who are hallucinating or having delusions, said Chief Executive Eugenia Kuyuda. They talk to AI, and that's the experience they have. Well, here's the thing. I think humans just really... We're, we're just we dead are. set and determined. Like, we humanize our cars. We, we are hardwired them. to anthropomorphize. Yes. I mean... There's something there because you give us some bullshit and we're going to like find, you know, our car has a mood, our toaster, uh-huh. you know, right. Shakespeare. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. Every time a robot dies in a movie, I cry a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we, we just, that's, I don't know why, why we're this way, but we do it. Yeah. I mean, you know me, Mike, I've always been like crazy obsessed with robots you have well you know my parents like limited how long i could pretend i had a robot friend oh wait what oh we've talked about this before yeah okay i I don't remember this it was a long time ago that we talked about anyway point is yeah no uh we do anthropomorphize things a lot. So I'm not surprised that people were convinced that their chatbots are alive. Yeah. I mean, you know, you talk to something, it, I guess. I don't know. I mean, and honestly. My toaster does love me, though. Well, sure. It would. It makes toast for me. That is the ultimate expression you of love. You cook bacon in it, so it loves you. That, you know, you want to show me love, make me toast or bacon. Yeah. Wait, wait, is this now, one of those like top loader toasters or a toaster oven? No. No, toaster, toaster oven. oven. Okay, I was worried for a second. You're just yeah. shoving you're just raw dog and bacon into the toaster. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. Oh, and man. A fire it's, hazard. No, it works real well in the top loader, but the only problem is when it pops out, grease, just burning grease goes everywhere. <laughs> it's like a, a bacon claymore. 
my god. Oh. All right. And for story number three of the, the good, my AI the, shotgun. The happy ending. Yes, the happy ending. You want a happy ending? So, yes. Did you? Did any, either of you participate in folding at home? No, no. but I did uh, SETI at home. But, it was so for you know nerds, what folding, so no. You know, yeah, folding, you know what folding at home, home is. is. It's it. It's like analyzing genetics yeah, or no, something. No, no, it's so, very important. I just I never did it. Yeah, protein folding. So okay. it's basically it was basically mapping, trying to map out like all the possible proteins that could be created or useful for humans. So folding at home was probably around for a good decade or decade and a half. Oh yeah, no, I remember the goons you know, talking about it. And you know, it was basically a screensaver that would use excess, you know, cycles on your system yeah. when it's asleep, supposedly asleep to do work. Well. DeepMind was created in November 2020 to do protein folding. Uh, this year, it solved every single protein available to humans in two years. Hmm. Wow. That's cool. So we now, we now have every protein that could be bioavailable to humans has been mapped out. In only two years, by AI, what would have you know what folding at home couldn't do in you know however long it, it was in existence. Now, how long did it take to map the human genome? I, I don't know. That's uh, that's not the scope of the story. Well, no, no, but but you know what I mean. It's just like you know, like the the, yeah. the fact that like all these proteins were mapped out in under two yeah. years, compared to how many years yeah. it took to just do like the single human genome. Oh yeah, no that that. I remember that took a while. Oh yeah, yeah. technology is impressive, time. is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. So science all, good. <laughs> so uh, they pro, they uh, published the protein structures for 20 species, including nearly all 20,000 proteins expressed by humans. Jesus, in an open database, and now it you know it finished the job predicting structures for more than 200 million proteins. Essentially, you can think of it as covering the entire protein universe. It includes predictive structures for plants, bacteria, animals, and many other organisms, opening up a huge new opportunity for, or opening up huge new opportunities for AlphaFold to have an impact on important issues such as sustainability, food insecurity, blah blah blah. All the, you know, sunshine and rainbows for everybody. Yeah. <clears throat> also, that you know, is still really fucking impressive. Also, you know. Don't don't look at the other things like you know new biological weapons or new you know. Don't look at that. Don't look at that. Look over here. Look over here. Oh, Raytheon has such an erection right now. But but every technology has its you know positives and negatives. I'm sure Monsanto is just like. Yeah, they're gonna patent it all. Oh yeah, because because they found it all. You know, they're gonna just patent it. Yep. Wow, we're morbid. (laughs) I think we're. I think we're realists. We're realists, and it's awful. Yeah. yeah, it's not all awful. This is, but this is yeah. good thing. I, I, this I mean, is it's still to be the good. good. It's the good thing. But it's and we we managed to destroy the good thing. Yes, it's but it's the furthering of human knowledge, and hopefully, this you know opens up new avenues of you know therapies. You said this about you know keep talking about protein folding. I'm just like just vast new forms of steak. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to knit myself a bacon. 
<laughs> Look, boy, the machine done spit out eggs. <laughs> uh. Oh, Jesus. Uh, so, uh, that's that's your your last uh, your last one in the shotgun. Yes, of the AI shotgun. Okay. Spent. All right, David, yeah, now, what you got? Now, how many stories do we got left? Kevin, do you have another one? I've got one more. Okay, uh, I've got two here, so I can do uh, only one of them, or if you want me to do the other one after you, I can. Well, I started it, so you and Mike both have one after me. So. Oh, okay, all right. So, um, yeah. yeah, okay, I'll go ahead and go with the first story I have here. All right. Okay, this is from The Telegraph. This was published on July 26th. Existence of Loch Ness Monster is, quote, plausible after fossil discovery. Uh, so did you gentlemen I, read this? Someone, I've, I read some of it. I read the gist of mm-hmm. it. I did not. So you, you want to... You want to give us an overview? Yeah. There? So basically, um, I'll I'll read through this kind of like quickly. So um, the Loch Ness monster is quote plausible. A British university has declared after finding that some plesiosaurs may have lived in freshwater. Um, so obviously, like uh, when we think of the Loch Ness monster, aka Nessie, we think of a plesiosaur, that sort of thing. Um, fossil right. evidence from a riverbed in uh, Morocco. However, shows evidence that these um, plesiosaurs could have been freshwater, or at least spent time in freshwater. Um, okay. Yeah. So, like, it's conceivable that a plesiosaur could survive in the walk. Yeah, it's just it, there's no evidence mm-hmm. that there's something in the walk right now, but they're saying, hey, look, plesiosaurs did spend time in freshwater. Uh, this was a yeah. 100 million year old river system that's in the Morocco's uh, Sahara Desert. Um, oh, the wow. fossils include bones and teeth from a 9.8 foot, three meter long adult and an arm bone from a 4.9 foot, 1.5 meter baby. Um, the, the, the fossils hint that the creatures routinely lived and fed in freshwater alongside frogs, crocodiles, turtles, fish, and the aquatic dinosaur spinos, uh, Spinosaurus. Um, mm-hmm. and then, yeah, like they, they look at like the teeth and the teeth, uh, are quite similar to that of the Spinosaurus because of the way that they are worn down from feeding on uh, heavily armored fish. Right. So, um, so, yeah, yeah, okay, Kevin, I know you're gearing up to say something. What do you got? I No, I want you to finish, and then I'll say See, it. So this doesn't seem, like, new to me because uh, I just watched that prehistoric planet... And right. yeah, and that they show like a, a branch of the not not exactly a plesiosaur, but a branch of that family that actually like goes inland. Um, right. So yeah, yeah, like this doesn't seem new to me. They can go inland like night boat, the crime solving boat. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah. So I mean, it, it it's cool. Like I mean, I don't know. Obviously, the the extrapolation of oh well, it's plausible that the Loch Ness monster exists is obviously for clicks, but like. Yeah, it's still it's still a cute little hey, thing. Sure. Now, what I was going to say, um, let's say I've got a glass of water here. Mm-hmm. That is fresh water. Mm-hmm. The Loch Ness monster has just as much chance of existing in my glass of water. <clears throat> I don't believe in the Loch Ness monster. I want to. I want to point that out again. Which is bizarre and puzzling to me, since you're like, (laughs) 
you're you're a believer of a lot of weird shit, but like apparently the Loch Ness monster is a step too far for you. Just it's that and Atlantis, man. That's like two of the things I just can't. Yeah, that's no Girl Scout. That's a gosh dang plesiosaur from the Mesozoic era. Wonder <laughs> about tree fitting. Need about tree fitting. How do you feel about the Loch Ness so, monster, Mike? Uh, I think we've gone over this before, but I mean it. Yeah, I mean. It's definitely not real, but I mean, it's not impossible. It's just very, 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 very three hours later, very unlikely. <laughs> so, which is more likely, Bigfoot or the Loch Ness Monster? Bigfoot. Oh, Bigfoot. Bigfoot, Bigfoot, just hands down, huh? Yeah. Okay. Uh, but I would like to live in a world where the Loch Ness Monster exists. I remember that movie about the little kids who, like, stay with their grandfather in Scotland, and then they find a, a Loch Ness Monster. It was a cute little movie. I'm like, the water I'm horse. That, that was the water horse, Yeah, wasn't I think it? it was the water horse. And I'm like, you know, I would yeah. like to live in that world. Sure. I mean, I'd love to live in a world where there's a Loch Ness Monster, but I don't. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. Aww. I mean, the... the the question of whether which one is more believable it's like all right you have you know a some genus of you know what do you say primate or something yeah like that yeah just living or one or two of a dinosaur that has supposedly went extinct billions and billions or millions and millions of years ago here's the other thing man the a breeding population of those things yeah man do you know how inbred that motherfucker is that's why he keeps getting caught (laughs) that's why i I say there's like a the a tunnel that leads out somewhere yeah it's probably a hollow situation like in godzilla versus kong oh i yeah i think that's what we talked about in uh mike's argument the only way it could be possible. Yeah, because uh, that that was that was from the uh, things that are not episode where I actually talk about shit I don't believe. <laughs> so yeah. So yeah, that's about yeah. it on that story. Like it was like everybody's like, "Oh, Loch Ness monster," but it's just like, eh, I mean, it's it's oh, it's, yeah. it's cool science. It's cool paleontology. Yeah, you could have just said, "Hey, we found." Plesiosaurs could be freshwater, mm-hmm. but instead you decide to go throw Loch Ness at it. So, I guess that's back to me, my third one. Yes. So this is one that uh, I can't remember who posted this in your Discord, David. Uh-oh. In uh. Hang on, I'm in Galactic Hub Seraven. And I cannot remember for the life of me who posted it, but I think it may have been Firehide. Or Fryhide. Mm-hmm. My bad. I keep mispronouncing that name. My my brain's adding letters to it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um it's a wiki with a shit ton of information <laughs> about a cartoon that didn't exist <laughs> called Dinocopter. <laughs> Dinocopter, as seen on Dinocopter Adventures Volume 1 VHS. This wiki is a catalog of information for the 1970s and 80s television series Dinocopter and all of its spin-offs. You can help this wiki grow by editing and adding pages. 
so yeah, it's a T-Rex head that's a helicopter. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, there's a fucking lot, actually. A shocking amount of it. <laughs> so, I just think it's interesting. Like, it, they, they nowhere in this thing break character. Mm-hmm. It is it is just straight up like this is it this dino dino copter it's real oh there's a whole genre of these like fake uh like retro cartoons and stuff like the uh, a day with SpongeBob SquarePants the movie do you remember that one at all I, I'm I'm gonna I send you an IMDb link you've pro- uh, you've probably seen the the cover art before let me post it in the thing but um there's this like we don't know if it's real. We don't know if it's fake, but like a lot of people have like latched onto it and they've started posting stuff about it. Um, and this has been like a mystery for years. We don't know if it was like a real movie that was like a direct to DVD thing or if it was like a fake thing. We just don't know. Hmm. But you know, obviously it's okay. a joke because they list Jared Fogle as one of the actors. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I need to see this. Hang on. <laughs> Where is it? A Day with SpongeBob SquarePants, the movie special edition. This is um. So we don't know if it's like a hugely elaborate shit post in its origins, or if it's like <laughs> something that actually existed and it achieved like mythical status. It, it's one of those weird internet mysteries yeah interesting you know I feel like we should do something uh, about this kind of thing like do an episode we need to do some Uh, research I I already did a video a day with Spongebob Squarepants the movie The Iceberg where they just go through like the (laughs) complete memetic history of something right I do love that the photos on the IMDb page are uh, pictures of SpongeBob and Patrick if uh-huh. they were real, and it's horrifying. And then, like, the ugliest chihuahua I've ever seen. This is just, like, shit post. Yeah, so, like, apparently, like, the film was supposed to be uh, a mockumentary, but it was like a crowdfunding effort. But I recall it being before, like, crowdfunding okay. efforts were a thing. And apparently, like, Viacom and Nickelodeon like file the lawsuit but i just what the fuck man yeah <laughs> well i just i don't know it's just like 35 pages of people mm-hmm. coming up with oh yeah stuff like that the, the kid on the cover it's a getty images stock uh ping it's literally stock art yeah it's amazing right so this is so this is just like scp for cartoon oh yeah yeah i guess so i mean like because scp at least you know Mm -hmm. has some really talented writers i think i think this whole collective like delusion is like fantastic and is pretty good writing as well it's like rewriting reality sure yeah i mean why not (laughs) i kind of Oh man, I wish we could do that for the like, show. We, we that could would be use amazing. our powers for evil and come up with like a fake Alex Chu type character and website. 
We we literally could do that. We have oh, the knowledge. Man. We have the ability. We can I, do some real damage. Yes, but there's one thing holding us back. We're lazy as hell. I so I yeah I kind of remember a uh, a similar uh, thread on uh, something awful where they basically just started. Someone started it and they started posting like it was you know the year like say twenty two hundred or something. Basically, uh-huh. just a bunch of tech support uh, posts about <laughs> their spaceships. Oh wow! And just all you know in universe. Yeah. Posts. You know what this also reminds me of is when mm-hmm. something awful created Slenderman. All that too, but you know. yeah. Everything came from something awful, boys guess, and girls. Guess just means everybody wants to escape a little bit from, you know. Yeah, I guess so. I'm not gonna lie, if I'd been a you know, if I'd seen Dino Copter, I would have been like, This is stupid. I want a toy of it. <laughs> I wanna contribute well, what, to the what's lore. really crazy yeah. is um like the way that people are able to like simulate stuff now, or like uh, like do the art assets, because there's a couple artists out there that do really, really accurate Don Bluth style illustrations, and yeah, they they're doing like oh, Scenario yeah. oh, yeah. Don Bluth or like um, just just weird like different like, and they, it looks like actual stills from a VHS tape. Mm. Oh yeah, have you seen the one? Uh the guy has done like basically uh, slightly better than storyboard level art of uh, Don Bluth uh, anthropomorphic yeah, uh, animals. Um, Five Night at Freddy's. That's one Seinfeld. of the big ones where it's like Five Night at Freddy's, but with like well, um, Don Bluth art style, and it looks like it's ripped straight from a VHS, and it's very, very unsettling. Well, this. Well, this is a uh, uh, Seinfeld. Right. They took the audio from episodes of Seinfeld. So, like, they have... Yeah, you and I are talking about the same artist. uh, Cosmo (laughs) something? Yes. Yeah, yeah, that's him. Yeah, it ends up in, like, the weird but Mm -hmm. awesome fan art thread Mm -hmm. on something awful quite often. So, I think that's really cool, and that I guess I guess that style is kind of permutating everywhere because I've seen a uh, some anime artist. I saw a clip of something. I was like, I don't remember this anime because it like looked like VHS had the yeah. realistic like tracking effects mm-hmm. and everything done in that kind of '90s style. It's like I don't remember this. And then like one of the characters they showed was like from something modern. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like, wait a minute, yep. what the fuck? Then <laughs> I realized, oh, this isn't a rip of something. This is a new creation it's very weird that looks old which is it yeah i know and that's the thing this is this is where we're really gonna start having problems uh in the future where people will be like you remember this no there's there's no continuity everything is just (laughs) this is worse than uh everything is is cake this is the future they predicted when they first did the uh, you know, the Forrest Gump. This is also kind of like, fucked with that uh, whole Mandela effect thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I know. Because, like, it's like mm-hmm. the uh, Candle Cove. The, the, the non-existent children show that people were convinced actually existed. And now people are like, well, you know, it must <laughs> be a Mandela thing. <laughs> I'm like, or... You know, 
they're shit posting and you shut up someone that told me recently all those mandela effects <laughs> are from cern <sighs> i know who told you that i look it was clark all right <laughs> clark did it sounds like him yeah clark I, wayne yeah yeah we need to get him back on here to talk about that <laughs> and a lot of things so as, as you can imagine i was like yeah so uh mike what have you got plastics one word i'm sorry one word necrobot (laughs) sorry wait did you did you say necrobot necrobot I already hate this. And this is the official term created by the people that created it. Oh, well, fuck those guys. So, when I say Necrobot, what do you think? I don't know. Like a zombie with, like, basic. Do you remember uh, mm-hmm. Deathlock from Marvel Comics? I, I do. I, I was mm, thinking, not really, like. but okay. I, I was, was thinking they Warhammer even had him in uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, the yeah, necrons. The, or I was thinking the the skull things with the the servitor skulls or whatever servo skulls. Yeah, that's the necrons. The f- no, the floating skulls that like were a camera. Oh. Well, that's fucked. Yeah. Or the cherubs. Oh God, I hate those things. But no. Uh. So. Uh, scientists from Rice University in Texas have used. A dead spider as an actuator yeah. at the end of a robot arm. I hate this. A f- I hate field, this. A feat they claimed in it initiated the field of necrobotics. No, 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 no. So it's it's a little robot arm that has a spider, formerly alive spider, as the hand. <laughs> That's a very nice way to put that. So apparently something really interesting I found from this is that spiders... You know, so you know how in a human arm or whatever we have opposing muscles. Yeah, we have one muscle set of muscles that pull one way, and the other pull the other way. Spiders only have one the curling set of muscles. Well, to extend their legs, they actually use air pressure. What? Yeah, they they like fill their. And that's one of the reasons why. And a lot of I think a lot of uh, arachnids and insects use a similar system because. I hate One, this. That's why they have such an, a, a low upper limit on their size, because the air, the air channels and the air systems in their bodies just can't scale well. But two, it's also why insects and especially spiders. You ever mm-hmm. see them dead? They're all curled up. It's because their muscles contract in death, and there's no air pressure now to you know straighten them out. So what they did was a in in the video footage they started with like just sticking a syringe in the spider but eventually you know used a little pump they just pumped the spider in a certain area full of air when they pump it full of air the legs open up and when they relieve the pressure the legs curl curl in they were able to use that to like pick up we're just making the fucking borg now little dead spider i did there is no part of this story that I, I guarantee you Amazon's investing hate. in the next two years. <laughs> Including motherfucker, how do you think they're gonna <laughs> drop the things from the drones? 
little, oh, little no, no. dead this spiders is for the dropping your We're gonna your, jam your an air packages. tube up your ass and well, use a little oh solder to make you keep working the line. So, so it is a fairly gross yet elegant solution because you know it's very hard to make small you know end effectors in robotics usually it's like really long cables and like all the motors are you know further up Mm -hmm. the the chain and they're talking about you know this could be useful for like manipulating small things like you know like electronic components like placing them stuff like that they also say it's great because it's also a biodegradable part of a robot because it's yeah. a spider it it'll uh, it's certainly dead yeah i just want hate to be like because this does not seem like a very automatable process so you have to have someone you have to pay someone to basically be grafting dead spiders onto robots you also have to kill Spiders. I think the dead spiders are easy to come across. I mean, just farm that shit. I mean, we do it all the time. Dude, I'm getting, like, twitchy. Like, (laughs) I keep thinking I'm feeling stuff crawling on me. I hate this. (laughs) But who knows? Maybe in the future, surgery will be performed by dead spiders. We're going to fill your body with dead spiders and put you back together. (laughs) I fucking hate you. I just feel bad for the I spiders, dude. I despise this. I do, too. Well, I mean, they lived a full life. I, I mean, you know, you. I'm, assume, I'm assuming you want the spider to be, you know, kind of big. So, you know, let it grow a little bit. <laughs> now, now it would be a neat trick if they could also make the dead spider, like, bite. No, shut up. <laughs> shut the fuck up. Because think about it. Like, you replace the, uh, the normal venom with, like, anesthetic... And so you have it like bite, and then you use this the, is something the a legs super to like would do. do surgery. This <laughs> is truly a nightmare. Well, it comes from Texas, so you, it could uh, go either yeehaw. way. <laughs> yeah. Yeehaw! Indeed. <laughs> oh my god, I hate it. No, I I will admit it is weird and terrifying. It's no, no it's not terrifying. It's unsettling. There you go. That's I mean, it's, it's necromancy, basically. Yeah. Yeah. I yep. mean, it's it's it yep. is a form of necromancy. And when yeah. have the necromancers like ever it. been wrong? The article does. Uh, okay. Always. The article does consider the ethics of offing spiders, but notes there are no, currently no clear guidelines in the literature regarding ethical sourcing. And hum- humane euthanasia I mean, of spiders. You can just look around your your house or apartment and find like five or six of them. You, yeah. <laughs> I just uh, no. I don't like it. I don't like it. <laughs> no, sir, I don't like well, it. Well, I, I got something grosser for you, gentlemen. Okay, have oh, you heard God. of pink sauce? What? Okay, here's the thing. Are you talking about like the the Asian pink sauce, like the yummy stuff no. I dip my uh, hibachi in? Oh, one of my coworkers made me aware of this and the fact not- that they're sending it in the mail. 
and it's getting places. And I'll, I'll go into this later. You're not you're not talking about uh, the the uh, the pink goo nope, that they make nope, chicken that's nuggets out of. Are you? That's pink slime. Yeah. Um. So so pink, pink sauce is currently so, trending so is on pink TikTok. Sauce? Um. It is. <laughs> Oh boy. It is the we invention of a chef in, I believe, Florida. So that's already a red flag. Um, <laughs> um, so on this, this Ooh, chef's yeah. TikTok on June 11th, they premiered this purplish sauce that they were mm-hmm. dipping like chicken and tacos into. Now, the, the sauce has changed color to be more pink over time, but the chef, Chef P, P-I-I, launched the sauce on July 1st. Um, now, the sauce um, is supposedly made of uh, let's see, water, sunflower oil, uh, sunflower seed oil, raw honey, distilled vinegar, garlic, pitea, pink Himalayan sea, uh, sea salt, and 2% of dried spices, lemon juice, milk, and citric acid. Okay. Wait, wait, yes. Wait. Now, nope. here's the problem. Oh no. She's selling this for 20 bucks a bottle. The problem is uh-huh. her first batch she was just sending out in bags. Just plastic bags. And those those bags would burst. Mm-hmm. Um uh mm-hmm. Yeah. Like the they other do. thing is now she's putting them in a bottle, so that's a step up. But the bottle uh, has yeah. an inaccurate nutrition label because she listed 444 servings per container because she likes angel numbers. Oh, mm-hmm. she's a crazy person. Uh, oh, numbers where, where angel people see numbers? coincidence. I, I was just watching uh, that new Nathan oh. Fielder show, the, uh, the rehearsal, and one of the dudes in there, he's a scumbag, um... But he was like all about angel numbers, like oh, there's significance to that fifty-five, that seventy-seven, that sort of thing. It's one of those people. Oh, this is this is like me and the number one twenty-seven uh, turning up in my life because constantly. like that, like at least there's something to that a little bit. This is more like you know, oh, I see a double number. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up. So 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 what's the. What's the controversy? I mean, so far it just sounds like someone sending out questionably. So, so the problem is that the, these bottles are getting to people, and they're either exploded or they're rancid. People are getting sick. Um, she is not FDA approved. Well, and yeah, then, they're rancid. And then when she well, was asked, not. Uh, like, why isn't FDA approved? She's like, well, I, the FDA can't approve it because it's not medication. Uh, you know, right, and that was um, uh, it's funny because the video of the right? TikTok stream where she's talking about that, you see people's comments, and so it was like the F and FDA is for food in all caps. Um, so yeah, at twenty dollars a bottle, <laughs> uh, the bottle itself is uh, the nutrition labels affixed with uh, glitter glue, so that's a whole other thing. Like glitter gets everywhere. Uh, <laughs> So, so this person is no. Like this seven. is a person who actually owns a pop up restaurant in Florida, and she looks to be in her like mid twenties. Oh no! <laughs> um, so yeah, just gotcha. a little bit of weird thing. Uh, someone slinging uh, rancid 
uh, pink mayo, and people are getting sick, and they're paying $20 for the pleasure. Yeah. Yeah. See, Mike makes his really nice dipping sauce, and uh, he uses it, and the great thing mm-hmm. is, he well, doesn't fucking sell it. And, and it, it is like it. bright freaking pink, Mike. too. Dip in Mike's sauce. Well, Mike's is sort of pinkish. It, but, it's kind of. But I, more, I posted more a picture orange, of the sauce. Yeah. You, know, you tell still. me what it looks like to you. Oh, let me see this. Oh, oh yeah, it literally God. looks it's like Pepto Bismol. Um, where is that? Host talk, maybe. Oh, wow, that is very. Uh, and she's. Like, that's... If it's supposed to be, like, mayo, basically, that that is way too much mayo for that taco. Yeah, no. (laughs) Any mayo is too much mayo for a taco, just just so we're we're clear on that. I I don't know. I mean, I I could see mayo on a taco. When you put mayo on a taco, you can get salmonella anytime. Um, But, yeah, yeah, it's just a little bit of, like, like, the human race is doomed. Story for mm. us. Yeah, you know, no. um, we're, we're, we're fucked. Like the fact we're that she fucked. was originally that, shipping yeah. it off uh, in bags, just unrefrigerated bags, and it's got milk in it. Yeah. I mean, no how, preservative yeah. agents in it. So, so, yeah, the fact that you know she supposedly has a restaurant, but doesn't know those basic tenets of food safety, is just horrifying. I'm not eating there. Yeah, I mean, there's. She's just the fact that she hasn't given someone food poisoning is pure I think luck. She may yeah. have. Well, I mean, she has. I, I, the other thing is like that. A lot of people hop on and like make jokes about and stuff. So you can't be sure entirely. Right. Oh fuck! Well, that's just <laughs> great. Um. So uh, I just found uh, Misfits what? Market put out a recipe for pink sauce of their own and the tweet is they done gentrified pink sauce in record time (laughs) (laughs) shit oh my god well I think that's it for someone else described it as feeling like an iCarly episode yeah Oh, God, that's just actually it reminds me of something from like Perfect Strangers. <laughs> um, iCarly is the the nineteen or the two thousands teenage girl version of Perfect Strangers. Yeah. I, guess. I I know I know they brought it back. I see the ads <laughs> on Paramount. Every time I went to watch Star Trek, it's like oh, iCarly's back, hooray! So. But I could see Balky's pink sauce. If I was going to make that pink sauce, I'd just use like mayo and <laughs> strawberry quick. <laughs> um, that's what it looks so, like. So let, yeah. uh, let me Pepto. see what the the Misfit Market um, recipe is. One cup of Greek yogurt, quarter cup of mayonnaise, two garlic cloves, two teaspoons Ooh. of onion powder, one and a half teaspoons dried parsley, one teaspoon dried dill. Where the fuck does the pink... Oh, Okay, okay, I am already checked out the, the because I'm allergic to Greek yogurt. Ugh. So, so it, it really sounds like it tastes like a yeah, worse it, version it, of ranch. Um, I, see, yeah. I heard it described as like dragon fruit ranch, which just... Ugh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, let's. I got an idea. Let's make our own sauce out of thousand Honestly, year eggs. Honestly, that would actually be pretty good. <laughs> black sauce. <laughs> black sauce. Oh, they got that black. I vinegar. like that. <laughs> the yeah, no, it's great. The uh, the crunchy bits mm. are the shell. Mmm. Mm, I'm gonna puke. Uh, so, mm-hmm. uh, David, before we move on to questions, which man, we're heading toward an hour and a half. Uh, before we move on to questions, All right. I think X I needs think to X give it to can us. Give it to us right now. So, um, you you heard that they went back and they edited some season two episodes of Stranger Things, right? I heard something well, about there's that. that. There's that what rumor that do? like some of the some of the previous seasonal episodes have been like edited uh, for content or to fix like. Uh, continuity problems that sort of thing um so uh this Uh this is a thread on x that's talking about that uh using that as an example uh and it's titled mandela effect is getting worse so i'm gonna read the contents of the message and then we're just gonna kind of discuss this a little bit all right why are corporations and leaders okay. trying so hard to gaslight the entire population at every turn? Now they started editing past episodes of shows on streaming services and denying it when confronted. This legitimately feels more and more like a coordinated effort to force people into not trusting their own senses and memories for anything, so everyone just gives up and buys whatever lies they're sold about the past or even the present and future. Is this not terrifying prospect to anyone else? Yeah, I mean that's the that I mean shit. You got a president elected. Mm, yeah, I mean it's just it's. I I don't know. I don't have Netflix anymore, so I I can't like verify the Stranger Things edit. I'm sure there's yeah, gonna be like a either. bunch of YouTube videos about this, but I I would be curious to see if that has happened because the same thing happened with um, some of the Marvel movies on Disney Plus. Uh, or or some of the series, yeah, there were some edits. Oh, yeah, yeah, then, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they... So, so there, was a, there was kind of a kerfuffle about it, because apparently um, when the formerly Netflix mm-hmm. Marvel shows made it to Disney, like uh, Jessica Jones somehow acquired a new subtitle. Well, here's the thing. And, but it turns out that was just a well, mistake. And then, and then also what they, I guess they had accidentally okay. uploaded uh, a edit for another country to the U.S. version, and that's what threw people off. Yeah. Um, but they they were they fixed it. That yeah. too. That happens sometimes. Yeah, a lot of times people don't realize that, you know, yes, other countries have different laws where mm-hmm. they have to edit different things. Yeah. Well, Jessica Jones also got renamed to AKA Jessica Jones, yeah. which is fine because that was supposed well, to be the title to begin well, no, with. That was the uh, that was the title of the first. That's what I'm talking about. That was the title of the first episode. They just yeah. accidentally put it applied it to all the episodes. Mm. But the first episode was titled AKA Jessica Jones. Now, mm. now the wrinkle in the Stranger Things okay. uh, thing is there's a tweet from British GQ. That says, in an interview in June, the Duffer Brothers directorial duo confirmed plans to, quote, George Lucas, i.e. Respect, uh, retrospecti- uh, retrospectively edit a moment in Stranger Things in season two, owing to a fan-identified plot hole. So, apparently they're going to update something in season two, but, like, 
I, I don't know. It just it like this is an interesting thread here, and I think I might be too tired to fully comprehend it right now. No, I under no, I understand. It's definitely a matter of yeah. I mean, and it, it it's definitely. I guess we're all too tired to actually so, articulate this. No, it, it's just kind of a thing. It's like, do the people that create it have the ultimate creative authority to make the other, the older, what they see inferior version disappear? I mean, we saw I, this originally with the original Star Wars trilogy. Which I'm still mad. Which Lucas tried to, you know, uh, subvert with uh, the, his edits later special in life. Edition, yeah, yeah, special editions. So, I mean, no, now, I the, think I think in a perfect world we should get both versions. I, here's my thing. It everybody knows about it. If he had released them, edited, and not told anybody, and then denied doing it. <laughs> that would be fucked up. Yeah. And I one, I don't think that's actually happening with this. Unless I can see a you know, credible concrete proof that yeah. that actually is happening. But like we said so far I'm seeing one either mistaken remembrances or two mistaken uploads of different versions, different fair yeah edits you know i wouldn't be surprised if like stealth edits happen with a lot of media and that might be kind of like fucking with our perception i don't know if there's some sinister agenda behind it but like it's not good for our perception of reality yeah what's yeah but here's the thing is that i don't think any if anything like that actually happens, I don't see... The only reason I'd see a company denying it happened was because they whoever's replying did not know it happened. Mm-hmm. There's not an ulterior motive. They're not, like, denying it to gaslight us or anything. But it's, conspiracy, it's more Mike. Of, it's more of a, well, this, you know, PR functionary didn't know that that actually had happened, that they re-edited it because it, you know, you could see someone's pubic and Now hair the conspiracy brain in me is thinking about <laughs> I mean, like, how knows? fast artificial intelligence technology is going and everything like that, where, you know, say a president can make a speech and they say something and then, like, the artificial intelligence uh, like, fixes it like, early enough to where, like, we don't really get a chance to lock in that information. Just, I, I don't know. There's definitely some, like, red flag sort of, like, ooh. I mean, Oh, well, yeah. that's absolutely going to happen. I mean, yeah. because, but it's not going to happen for quite, for a little while at least, because, you know, Joe Biden read the fucking teleprompter notes that he wasn't mm-hmm. supposed to, and that shit got out there. So it's not happening yet. Yeah. It's probably another it's decade away. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. No, it'll, it'll, it'll be here yeah. at some point. Well, now that we've, so distrust in reality. Uh, let's turn to our dear listeners and answer some questions. Sounds good. Sound good? All right. Might as well. All right. We'll, we'll start off with Ghost Forge, who asks, 
This is again for all the hosts. What are your personal thoughts on the DB Cooper case? I, I, I find it very sweet that he says for all the hosts when we're all just going <laughs> to pipe in anyway. Yeah. And since I'm already talking, DB Cooper, huh? Yeah. <laughs> you I know, mean, Loki. Uh, well, I know. So my thoughts, my thoughts are one that you don't hear enough about that that wasn't the first time that was attempted. Like he attempted it? Well, we don't know. We we know but it somebody was a, tried it. We know it was attempted before. Uh huh. And don't I can't remember the details about what happened. I don't I don't know exactly, but I do know this was not the first attempt. Right. At such and pretty much copycat or yeah. exact. Which is if you don't know version. he he uh, well what did he do? He commandeered a plane. He what's the word? Hijacked hijacked a plane uh stole money and jumped out of the plane and no one's seen him since he died yeah actually that is exactly what happened they found money in the woods near some very not hungry bears oh he not only famously hijacked a plane but hijacked a boeing 727 which was the only model that had the air stairs and in fact because he hijacked the plane, the feds required Boeing to add a piece or a mechanism to those planes that it was a little wind vane on the bottom that if enough wind was pushing on it, prevented the air stairs from lowering while in flight. Oh, wow. So okay. If there was more than, like, I think a 50 mile an hour wind going along the bottom of the airplane it would so, push that so mechanism up me, and the stairs could not you're lower telling me that he was oh, a wow. Boeing so plant DB to Cooper. get them to like buy this new tech <laughs> no I'm pretty that sure that would be hilarious I'm pretty sure it was something that the Fed, feds regulated and Boeing had to put on for free because all 727s were federally required to have it Right. I don't know who picked up that bill, whether it was Boeing or the uh, carriers. <laughs> it was the it. taxpayers. That's who. Wait, no. Huh. But uh, but no, it was the uh, DB Cooper device. Huh. Yeah. Golly, you're full of useful information. Um, yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. God dang, man. I found that out because uh, uh, what's the name of that company? Zero G. The people that offer mm-hmm. that operate the uh commercial vomit comet. Yeah, you know the uh, parabolic mm-hmm. weightless airplane. Yeah, yeah. they they use a uh, Boeing seven twenty seven, and a video I watched, you know, described all that. Oh, cool! Because they use it because one, it's a uh, a very robust plane. It's already certified for this kind of work. Um, it's you know air because it's it's basically its type is already you know certified. But the air stairs are also a very convenient function because they don't have to, you know, roll up to a gate to yeah. onload passengers huh. or wait for air stairs. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Cool. So, uh, next question from Darth Plato. What cryptids should have their own sports movie, movie franchise, a la Air So, Bud, I think the Kentucky Goblins could play a really kick-ass game of soccer with a severed head. Oh. <laughs> Oh my god, that would be amazing. I would I would watch that movie. Wendigo like curling. It. So 
a bunch of Wendigos with brooms, brooms, and rocks. Wendigo. Yeah, and then they're just sweeping. Yes. So, um, I'm gonna go with Uh, the Mothman playing basketball. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I think that would be a fun one. Yeah, I think that would be great. Yeah, but uh, still, once you said With the severed goblins uh, playing soccer, I was like, okay, shit, that's that's the winner. With a severed head, <laughs> and then they're drinking out of the whiskey with a toe in it. I'm I'm just imagining a lineup of cryptids, and you know, picking them like you would, you know, a, a schoolyard yeah. you know, team. You know, I'll take Bigfoot. I'll, go, I'll take a, uh, you know, mm-hmm. some other cryptid I can't think of off the top of my head. But just you know, who would be the last cryptid chosen Ooh. in that? The last cryptid. Nobody likes. Yeah, the, the, the one nobody wants on their team. Hmm. Just cracks open a goat. Chupacabra for sure. Mm-hmm. So you sh- so he doesn't have any sk- <laughs> doesn't have any skills that would you know help in the game. I guess uh, it depends on the game. I mean, he just keep biting the ball and popping it. Ah, uh, true. The ball sucker. Wait yeah. a minute. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's a whole different show. Welcome to super sexual selection. Chupa testes. <laughs> right. So, yeah, we get real super blue naughty. at the end of the show. Super naughty selection. Uh, he also goes forward. Also asks. Are there any cryptid-based TV shows, movies, comics, whatever, that you're particularly into? And I want to once again say watch Hellier on... It's actually on YouTube, so if you don't have Amazon, um, you can so watch it on YouTube. So I know that Marvel's got Werewolf by Night coming out uh, for uh, a Halloween special, uh, Marvel Studios. Um, and yeah, the original comic run's fantastic. It introduces Moon Knight. It's Marvel okay. doing like werewolves, and it crosses over with, like Dracula, and it's great. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. Well, you know they used to do that. Yeah, because you had so. sword, shield, yeah, they had a lot hammer, of stake. horror comics. And Stake was the one that had the supernatural monsters as a team. Agents of Stake. Yeah, it was very funny. Oh, yeah. okay. Agents of Stake. That's hilarious. I I <laughs> thought that would be like you know Ruth Chris and. Okay, so Sam asks, because I feel there has to be be at least one not-safe-for-work question. Uh, you're banging one cryptid, not aliens. Which one's the most tender lover? So, not the most attractive. The most... Tender lover. Like, the least likely to rip you open and drink your blood so not super cop um, that's for no, sure yeah no he's out he's right out david i, I think uh mike and me are probably having to think yeah i don't say like it's you know you've seen the water horse really? <laughs> okay fair i guess it's yeah i guess it would be like uh i don't know i guess so i could see that i hate this question um I, I hate this question. <laughs> I would, what's that? <laughs> yeah, I do too. Um, uh, so, Kevin. Yeah. So, isn't isn't the Mothman supposed to be like nice? No, no. Santa no. Claus. Who's the it one that's supposed to be people? I thought that was supposed <laughs> Santa to be Santa is encrypted. Nice. Not Santa Claus. The Hodag. Oh, not no. at least not nice. Helpful. 
helpful. I mean, yeah. I mean, he, you know, uh, maybe maybe he's just chasing because he, you know, wants that booty. He just wants love. Break its legs. Um, I don't know. Jeez, this is a tough question. Um, cause so many of them are like big clawed, you know. Yeah, well, if they can be gentle with the claws. Well, yes. <laughs> I'm, I'm just noticing a trend. Bigfoot. Not not the not the frogs. <sighs> no. No Enrique love for you. Not for me. I'm sorry, Enrique. But you love Bigfoot. I like love that. him, but not like that. Well, Bigfoot, you know he, you know he could slow down. You know, he could snuggle. You could fall asleep on him. All right, you've got a fan fiction folder somewhere. I'm just saying. I do not, but uh, <laughs> might be writing one for NaNoWriMo. <laughs> this is gonna be awful. I know I uh, saw a picture recently of a moth woman. Uh, yeah, I've seen stickers well, of that on woman? Etsy. I've not seen it. Let's see. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. I'll, I'll see if I can find it. Yeah, I don't remember where I saw it. I saw it just a couple of days ago. And I don't yeah. remember where. Also, uh, somebody, they did point out uh, the Kentucky Goblins... Don't count. It's a good thing that was ready. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. that's that's our hey, question. I, I think our, our and, listeners uh, need to master. Holy crap, I'm going to fall asleep. Yeah, I think well, so. Well, you well, guys. No uh, one <laughs> said he was going to ask a sexy question no matter what. So yeah. Sam did, in fact, say uh, we needed a not safe for work. So, uh, so there goes you. our uh, office listenership. Yep. Booger. There, just wanted to get that out there. <clears throat> so, thank you everyone for listening. We'll be back next week with a new topic. Uh, you can find all of our fun stuff at supernatpod.rocks. You can find us on Twitter at supernatpod. And, uh, Yeah, we'll see you next week. So until then, stay safe and stay frosty. Goodbye. Is this like a wait wait race for us to whoever gets the last word? Mm, I guess so. I'll I'll go now and say I Google image searched (laughs) moth woman. This better not awaken anything in me. Oh, you're in trouble now, buddy. No, it actually isn't. Mm. Some of these are horrifying. Okay, that's fine.